I have been talking about a particular miniseries for maybe four or five weeks. <laughs> so you might be familiar with the sound of Get It To To Papa. Mm. I have also been called by you every week that Indeed. the episodes have been being released. Gossip yeah. review. <laughs> I've been giving critical reviews of you every have. episode of Get It To To Papa every week on Wednesday Drive. And I'm the Mythco major and you're the one outshining me completely. <laughs> It's more political than it film, ref, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yesterday, Tuesday, the final two episodes of Get It To, to Papa were released. We watched Indeed. them together. We had a little viewing party at home, didn't we, did. we? We had a little discussion about what was going on. We did. And today, on the final episode ever of Wednesday Drive, we have the creator of Get It To, to Papa, Hayden Donnell, on the line. Hello, Hayden. Hello. Hello. I just wish that the rest of the media was as committed as you. <laughs> the, the show. Is this your first interview about Get It To To Papa? I have done others, but none with people that are scholars of the show, uh, like I expected. Yeah, we yeah. have encyclopedic knowledge we of do. the show you created, so I hope you're ready for that. <laughs> this is beautiful. This makes it all worth it. I wrote it. I wrote all the episodes the draft the episodes in like a, a in my flat in London in the cold mm. and who could have predicted that some people in an equally cold city yeah indeed would would one day love it this much exactly, exactly. we are the biggest fans we of Get to Papa legacy, down here really. <laughs> <laughs> um for anyone who hasn't yet seen the series could you just give a brief rundown on the history of the show and what viewers can expect to see yeah, sure. I mean, uh, I mean, I guess it started a long time ago when it actually started with my passion for the Waitangi dildo, which was a, I was working at the spin-off a couple of years ago, and a couple of months after that dildo was thrown, I thought, it was like a eureka moment for me, I thought, this dildo should be into Papa. Mm. And I mean, that, that was something that, that was, I, for a long time, I would pitch a lot of stuff to be into Papa. To my boss Duncan, <laughs> I mean, he would always shoot me down. Uh, he, well, he, he at first he tolerated it, but then eventually he shot me down. It's actually the Sunday magazine for the Sunday Star Times was doing an article on the spin-off, and it's actually recorded in an interview oh, in that feature there. Duncan saying it was me pitching the big fresh animatronic fruit and veggies. Mm. Up in, A I'm hit, saying. by the way. A complete yeah. Hit. Beautiful, amazing artifact. Should be into Papa. Him saying it's time to stop pitching things that should be into Papa. But <laughs> he eventually came around on the idea and sold it to Lightbox as a TV series concept. And this year, it's about my efforts to get sort of underappreciated or unheralded cultural artifacts into our National Museum where they belong. Can I just say, Hayden, I was very sceptical at first because I didn't realise the miniseries was only six episodes long yeah. and I mm. thought that it was going to be dragged out kind of over the month free trial time mm. so that everyone was going to have to pay for that first month of their Lightbox subscription. I thought, really <laughs> clever marketing ploy. Heck yeah. But you yeah. actually, yeah, you didn't manage to do that because the last two episodes were yesterday. Yeah, uh, I mean... I mean, I don't. I think you're possibly you're possibly giving us too much credit there. <laughs> possibly overselling how much of a draw card we were for the Lightbox audience, which is probably still watching reruns of Suits. But, I mean, I mean, sure, absolutely. I mean, hopefully, what the, the the real intention is that you sign up for that Lightbox free trial for a month and then just forget about it. Mm, of course, and then mm. end up months down the track. Being oh, like, oh crap! I better watch Better Call Saul. Yeah. <laughs> 
don't think you've tricked us. I've already cancelled no, my subscription today. I've already paid like 60 bucks. God, I may as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think that Lightbox should be sponsoring our show Agreed. after the amount of times that I've said the free promo. The free is promo. Now, out now on Lightbox. Um, so those final two episodes came out yesterday. They were released yesterday. What's the reception been like so far? Like, I was expecting quite a lot do you mean to the whole show? Like, I mean, I think that like everyone has said, no one's said anything bad about it. Okay, yet. that's good. No, okay. I did see like Simon Sweetman tweeted like watch and get it to to Papa, and I'm just waiting for that review to come through. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I actually expected quite a lot more like maybe condemnation about the Suzanne Paul episode in particular, which is quite unhinged. Affected <laughs> me in quite a low moment. Mm, uh, mm-hmm. Quite a humiliating. I don't want to give anything away, but I, I haven't received any sort of notes of concern. It's possible, actually, that I've destroyed my public reputation. Possibly, yeah. Possibly. Yep, definitely. I mean, you guys saw it. Was that sort of, did you think, You know, can I swear, like, on the radio? Um, like, yeah, one or two. Yeah, you can two. It's the last show. It's the last show. Exactly. Like, this guy, this guy's fucked. You know, like... <laughs> I mean, I actually read um, the article that you published on the spin-off before I saw the episode. So to read the dramatic rendition from the people that were working around you before actually mm. watching the episode <laughs> maybe skewed my perception of it slightly. So yeah, I did think yeah. that you were a bit messed up after reading that. Sorry. Yeah. I really recommend that oral history because that really gives like a real good idea of the process. Mm, mm. You know, that, what it's like working with me, you know, an auteur, you know, <laughs> someone with a very singular The likes vision, of Wells have never you know? seen. <laughs> I have very particular specifications for what I wanted to do with my Suzanne Paul exhibit. Yeah. And uh, it was up to the crew members to meet those and sort of that oral history on the spin-off of the Suzanne Paul episode really details their struggles meeting my specifications. Yeah, we yeah. we won't give too much away, but just to say it's a living exhibit. It is. So take yeah. take whatever you want from that and run off to Lightbox and have a look. Okay. Um, but you were saying that you were pitching all sorts of things uh, to get into to Papa. Was there anything that didn't make it into the series? There, like, there was a long list of, of potential things. But for some and like we were still kind of like scratching around at the last minute, but since the series has ended, we've come up with sort of eight new things that really should Ooh. be there. I mean, they're possibly secret, but I mean, the things that I think are really worthy, and one of them is in Dunedin, and it's actually a very oh. special tongue in Dunedin. Oh, and, I wonder um, what it could be. And. And I, I mean, I, I'll tell you, it's um, little Ted from play school, but little Ted. Hmm. Huh? I'm not little actually Ted, familiar with I, that. I, I, this is this is all. Little Ted was de- decapitated. He was. Uh, he's an iconic Teddy. Right. From a children's TV series called. It's it's just depressing to me that you're too young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When we but were watching the show, like series that we grew up with. And yeah. Anyway, the little T was decapitated, and his various oh parts are scattered around Dunedin. And I think that's so. Uh, but there's other things, you know. We think about Tama Et Swag. We didn't do the underarm cricket ball. We didn't mm. do the Women's <laughs> Weekly Children's Birthday Cake book. There's lots of stuff out there. Right. There's a lot of stuff. Indeed. You don't try and get far lap back, you know. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, hypothetically, is there a chance of a of a season two of this? 
we like we are scratching around at the moment like we want to we want to get funding uh for for or just just yeah provider funding all that sort of yeah. stuff so we're talking to I'm not talking to anyone. I'm talking like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> There's no way that anyone's going to put me in a room with a group of, of funding officials. Let <laughs> me tell you that. They, they, they wait until that meeting's over. You're just the, yeah, what, the beautiful what's, face. What's exactly. Yeah. Um, and you were completing the series alongside uh, Jose Barbosa, who was your producer. And arguably, I mean, it was kind of co-hosted yeah. in the end. I mean, Jose, incredible stage presence from Indeed. him. Yeah. Um, he just brings so much to the table. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite character I was agree. Jose. I love wow, his arc. Pretty screwed up thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, could you get him on the line, please? Yeah, yeah this is dying quickly. <laughs> um, like, how did that dynamic kind of add extra value to the series in your eyes? Well, I think I think he's so important. I mean, it's actually quite similar to our real dynamic, what's depicted on screen. But he's so important because he's sort of like the conscience of the series. And you see me becoming <laughs> increasingly unhinged, and he is there to show you that at least the series still has a, a grasp on reality, I guess. And mm-hmm. I, as, while I don't anymore, um, <laughs> uh, he's, our, he's our real connection to sort of sanity, I guess. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, and, and, and some sort of morality, I think. He is that. <laughs> and he's a vital check on me. And he's also just a very... He's just a very... Him standing looking nonplussed at things is one of the funniest things to me in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we've really gotten to the academic side of Get It To Papa now, haven't we? Um, This is the show for it. Yeah. Yeah, we've got a bit... I've got a technical question for you, though, Hayden. And this is for Get It To To Papa experts only. So if you... Everyone else tune out. Yeah, step out of the room, please. There was one shot, a very, very short shot, in either episode two or episode three, (laughs) of the the joyful talk button that we saw in your van. What Mm. happens when you press the joyful talk button? (laughs) This... Such a beautiful question, and thank you for noticing. <laughs> what I, does it do? Disappointingly, the answer is nothing happens when you press that joyful button. Oh. that it lights up green. In my courtesy coach, my beautiful courtesy coach, which I still uh, own, I just put it on Trade Me yesterday, actually. Please. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, we should buy it and get it have. to Te Papa. Agreed. Yeah, spin-off series. Exactly. It's Could an do. Yeah. The 1995 Toyota Super Custom Limited had what was space-age gadgets at the time. <laughs> and the joyful talk button actually does an intercom to the back seat. Wow. Um, which, obviously, someone has removed prior to my um, oh, getting my hands on the van. Yeah. Could have had some so amazing no-eye-contact conversations between you and Jose from the back. I would yeah, have that. true, true. That would have really added something yeah, to the series. I'm disappointed <laughs> now. <laughs> it would have that actually... I have huge regrets <laughs> that that wasn't a feature. Like, me pressing the joyful talk button and maybe, like, pulling, like, a microphone down. <laughs> and here we see the like speaking into, like, a receiver at the back. Yeah, that would have oh. been... Uh, let's think about it for season two, eh? Shelf yeah, that idea. Two. Shelf season it. Two. Um, I can the van off trade me right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see Raph over the table. He's bidding on something yeah, down there. bidding war. <laughs> um, it breaks down literally twice in the show, Raph. I don't know whether... <laughs> 
Um, was the style of the documentary designed solely to parody David Farrier or were there other influences that you had as well? Uh, it's not solely that, but it's, it's meant, it's definitely meant to at least de- demoralise him and that, that's really my true goal. <laughs> actually in the, there's a car chase scene with a dump truck involving a dump truck there in is, the first episode indeed. and actually, uh... A scene that we cut from it was um, Jose being Dylan Reeve from Tickled. I don't know. This is a very <laughs> yes. Oh when, wow. when they're chasing David D'Amato in that in that in that movie, and, and <laughs> Dylan Reeve goes, "I'm breathing. I'm breathing heavily." Like I could do that <laughs> while we were chasing the dump truck, but it got cut. Oh no! Uh, David's actually a friend, uh, so maybe I have. Like he has. He has sort of leaked into my consciousness somehow. Yeah. That's a horrifying thought. Yeah. Was, I mean, another inspiration is obviously sort of Nathan for you, which is yeah. yes, yeah, quite, it's quite similar to that. I mean, keep your friends close and your enemies closer, right? We're big fans of David Ferry on this show as well, so hence the question being brought up. So Nathan for you oh. won an Emmy though, Hayden. So are you going to win an Emmy? Are you? He wasn't. He did not win an Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, he's not invited to. <laughs> <laughs> might have been like long listed for an Oscar. Are you are you, you like going to turn up for the New Zealand list. Music Video Awards? Are you going <laughs> to? Okay, I might win a VNZMA. Oh hell oh, yeah! No, actually no, that's not true. Uh, actually, I have won a VNZMA. Have, oh yeah, because oh, you're yeah, a music man in your past, yeah, weren't well, you? Yeah, <laughs> I've got folk album. It's a big one. It's a big one. Yeah, it was a big. Yeah, Hopefully. took took a bit of your life, Indeed. but a big Hopefully chunk. Contested the folk album prize. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of folk. <laughs> um, I have another question that I fear might kind of ruin ruin the mystery and shatter the illusion of get it to Papa a wee bit. Yeah. But were those items returned back to their owners after the series ended? Do do we want to say? I mean, y- yes. Okay. Oh. No, I just. You know, it's been keeping me up, so yeah. I just wanted, yeah, wanted to have <laughs> your input. On that. <laughs> the owner of the Harley Decker sign, and his his items have been returned. I saw him recently. He's very happy. He's going to mount the items that I returned on the wall of his shop. Oh, wonderful! Babies in Huntley. Oh, and you had a you had a screening in Huntley, didn't you? We had a little screening in Huntley with all the old people. Oh, that's that featured beautiful. in the RSA mainly. That's good. Do they enjoy good. it? You know what? I was very nervous, and especially with like Guy, Guy Williams say some stuff about Huntley, like take the deck of sign down. That's all that Huntley's gonna. That's all that Huntley's known for. Get something else. <laughs> and I was this in front of a room full of Huntley Huntleyans. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, oh, this is not good. But then, but then they loved it, and and the little the little unofficial mayor stood up at the end. He's like, oh, you know, Huntley gets so much bad press, but you've given us a really good. Some good that's come out of the Anything series. Good. Yeah, that's nice to hear. That is really nice. <laughs> Did you have a favourite of the episodes, by the way? Oh So I put I you on the spot did here. At some point. Yeah. I think I'm possibly I even though I don't think it, it was probably a wise decision to put it at the front, it's quite a confronting decision. Mm. Like the dildo episode I think because of where it came from, it came from quite a narratively it's narratively very complex and yeah, it came yeah. in quite a difficult position to get to where it is now where I'm quite yes. proud of it so I'm, I'm happy with that one I think Suzanne just because it's um, 
It's different. Yeah, it is. That's the legacy. You know, I think my, my favourite scene is probably in episode two, the big fish animatronic fruit and veggies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say before, um, we're actually a bit young to ever have experienced those big fresh animatronics. <laughs> so this was kind of a learning experience it for was. us. Yeah. Disgusting yep. to me to know that, but um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they no, they they had a huge psychological impact on quite a few people, including me. I used to go to the Glenfield one, but yeah, basically, I mean, the scene that I love involves a, a Kiwi music legend Ooh. and um, Dave Dobbin. That's that was pretty oh. good. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just Dave. gave it away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Come on. <laughs> Um, and then also, did did Te Papa genuinely get upset that you were incessantly attempting to communicate with them? Because I couldn't quite tell whether that was kind of a joke yes. arc or if that was really something that was happening. So that is like, it's an abridged, very, there's a lot of omissions in, in that version of what happened. With Te Papa, it was a very long process. Okay. <laughs> that uh, I don't want to spoil the series too much but uh, I mean what I will say is that there is quite an intense legal disclaimer at the end of the trip. <laughs> yes. yeah there is there we're going to sure have to finish the ne- this episode with that same <laughs> yeah. disclaimer I'm yeah we're sure, going to have so. to read it out exactly. <laughs> uh, just saying to Papa has nothing to Papa has asked for us to clarify that they have nothing to do with the series <laughs> <laughs> Hayden Denner is not allowed within 10 metres of to Papa <laughs> yeah it wasn't for lack of trying. I will say that there was quite a few discussions with mm. the papa. Yeah, and you did talk to our prime minister as well. Oh, I did talk to her press secretary. That's close have, enough. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've pr- I've tried to approach her on the subject. It's. A, I think we might have got there in terms of we might have got her to like do a funny little thing because she's quite cool like that mm. except for that to papa is in her ministry of course oh, it is oh, yeah. of course it is oh so dear it be a bit politically fraught for her to like uh. if to papa doesn't want anything I, don't know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think, oh, I I think clark was the was the go wasn't he? he's been on tv a few times i think he could have related to <laughs> yeah. um what was the yeah, most clark yeah no. I, this is just a freewheeling conversation now, but it is. Clark, yeah, whatever. The last, it's the last, <laughs> last Wednesday drive is fine. <laughs> he has a huge amount to do with Santa's Auckland's giant Santa's eye. He actually ran a campaign to restore the winking eye and the beckoning finger mm. a oh. few years ago, back before he was the first man. Right. And so he's very passionate about Santa's eye, and he sort of knew where Santa's eye had gone to. We were actually talking to him, but I guess probably the same reason. You know, can't really get involved in political things. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, actually, when I, um, you know, quote-unquote reviewed that episode on air, <laughs> I actually said it was Steve Hansen that you talked to <laughs> instead of Steve Hanford. I don't know sports. I don't understand I how sports know. work. Did you think it was the All Blacks coach? Yeah, yeah. and then I, I, I jumped the on that coach. and was like, oh, it's amazing. Steve Hansen, all the way up from Christchurch. And I was like, yeah, Steve, that's the one. <laughs> Steve Hanford was one of those. I mean, we just knew that he was going to be really good talent. You know, like, he's like this kind of official businessman, but then when... Uh, when Santa is involved, you know he is 
he, yeah. he, he becomes a child again. Yeah, True. very passionate as well. Indeed. Didn't take well to the naysayers, which, fair enough. I mean, like, I yeah. grew up in Auckland, and that was a really lovely episode for me to see because I've grown up with that giant beckoning finger beckoning me forward to the corner of Queen Street and Victoria <laughs> Street. <laughs> I know yeah. that one well, yeah. But, you know, and everyone says, you know, it's creepy, it's gross, and I get that, but what you have to realise is that you are looking through the eyes of an adult yeah, you know, true. And you, uh, you, exactly. uh, uh, what is the, what is the thing where you're projecting mm. your adult angst <laughs> upon something that a child sees as an innocent, beautiful display uh, of the Christmas spirit? Yeah, that's and, so true. Like, yeah, and I'm glad that Stephen made that point uh, to the naysayers, like whatever guy Williams, always a naysayer. <laughs> whatever, uh, always a naysayer. Know, <laughs> uh, it's creepy. It's gross. It's not okay. You know, he's like. You know, those naysayers, they pissed me off, and I, I appreciate it. <laughs> he did say that. He did yeah. say that. With quite a lot of gusto. Yeah. Hey, we're running yeah, out of time, right. Hayden. I'm so sorry to have to cut you off a wee bit oh. here. Um, but, of <laughs> course, like the final question, and it's a very short one. It is. Are you a patriot? Are you a patriot? Yes. 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 Go Thank the All Blacks. Go. Go the All Blacks. Let's go on All Blacks. Steve Hansen, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much for joining us on our final ever drive show. Thanks Hayden so Danell, get it to Te Papa. It's on Lightbox it now. It is indeed. Sponsor Thanks me. Thanks so much for having me. <laughs> Thanks, Hayden. Have a lovely rest of your day. You too.